Yes, I'm sure. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Uh, I know that none of you are going to be able to know this, but this is like our eighth take of just trying no, no. to dry start. Your eighth take. Yes, my eighth I let you take. do the intro one time. Listen, I'm not used to doing the intro, okay? And I didn't know if I wanted to go in like a DJ, like a shock jock you know, in the radio. Trent, as someone who's done intros oh, two gosh. times now, I just want to let you know that you just don't have to think about it. You know, it's... Having done it twice myself, I consider myself wow. an expert. And um, yeah, mm. you don't have to give it much thought. Yeah, you're such an expert. Please such tell expert. me how to be uh, as funny as you, as just witty. If only that was teachable. Oh, Trent. wow. <laughs> Please don't teach me that. Anyways, welcome. Yeah, what an what an, <laughs> what intro. an intro. Welcome back. Third episode. Everybody, Third we made it. Episode. Here we are. Uh, again, before we do anything, just want to say a huge thank you to everybody again yeah. who's been shouting us out. Uh, a couple friends posting to their stories and just saying, man, uh, just giving us encouragement. Seriously. Yep. And and also, we're still doing the, if you leave a review, we will send you a little piece of merch. Yep. So leave a review and leave your Instagram handle, and we will personally contact you. It's not a contest. Literally, if you leave a review, yep. you get sent merch. So yes. please leave one. We want to reach out, get to know you. Fun little fun little pick-me-up this Friday. Fun little pick-me-up. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Welcome, Welcome to the juice. Welcome. Here we are. Uh, man, how was your weekend? It was good. Again, I'm not getting a lot of sleep because of Fern. Wow. She's, um... You poor thing. Yeah, she's just a, a little monster. Wow. What We took her out to, like, an event for the first time, and it actually went really well. You were there. Like, you meeting her yeah. at the other day. It was her first time out of our apartment. Oh, y- yeah, Since nice. we got her. And I feel like she handled it really well, but... And she's fully... I want to say, knock on wood, like oh, pretty much fully potty trained. So we're really proud because, nice. you know, it's like very young. And like I'm sure she the was way be. tinier than I expected her to yeah, be. Yeah, two and a half pounds. Yeah, way tinier. I she, yeah. I thought she was like somewhat scale to my dog. No. And she's like 13 pounds. Yeah. She's a chonky girl right well, now. Well, I always thought your dog was really small. Like when yeah. I would hold Piper, I'd be like, oh my gosh, she's a tiny, sweet baby. And then I yeah. got Fern and I was like, this is a mouse. Yeah. I, have I a feel mouse. like I'm holding a newborn. Yeah. She's very fragile, um, but she thinks she's like 45 pounds. Right. So she just like, whew. I'm going to post a st- uh, photo to Fern's Instagram this week. I'm not going to lie to you. I, as we all know, I'm triggered by small stuff. I'm triggered by dog specific Instagram accounts. But this is the photo that you'll know if you're listening, you'll already know which photo. Look at this picture of her. Okay. That's really cute. Does that not look like a person no, wearing a really dog cute. mask? No. Oh yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right. It does. It's like she has little like you'll know if you've if you follow Fern on Instagram and you're listening to this, you'll know what photo I'm talking about because I'll if you're listening from the future. Yeah, because I will have posted it by then. Yeah, just it's exceptional. She's an exquisite. She's the light of my life. And um, yeah, had therapy this weekend. Nice. So good. Shout out to uh, Meredith. Meredith. Yes. Shout out Meredith. And yours is Lori. 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 Man, look, look at, at us. us. Wow. Who would have thought? Yeah, it was a good weekend. Really good. Or- oh, and I organized my closet and I took out all of my s- fall winter. Oh my god, I'm falling took it asleep. All, took it all out, replaced it with all my spring summer, and I feel like a new person. And Demetric has like a capsule wardrobe. Okay. You know where he has like four shirts, four pants, and like that's gonna. Okay, that's what I was just about to say. Yeah. I do feel like. As as boring as this topic is to me, I do think that is a very much a, a girl thing. Like my wife does have like spring clothes, mm-hmm. summer clothes, and she always says like, oh, I don't have anything for summer. And yep. so we shop for summer clothes yep. or whatever. 
I feel like I just have the same things hanging up in my closet yes. all year round. Demetric does too. And I think it's okay. because I, I don't understand why because I, I get like in the summer, I'm not wearing a sweater and jeans and boots. I'm okay. wearing shorts, a tank top and flip flops. Like, call c- me crazy. But you could if you wanted to. But I don't want to be miserable. And okay. I and I don't know why, but I, like when you we don't want to be miserable, you just got to change all of your life choices. Yeah. So and, far. and here's the thing. Here's what I do. I will switch out the spring and summer. So I, all my, my clothes are now spring and summer. But I also will tell myself, like, and now I need to get spring and summer clothes. Got Even it. though I just filled my closet with all of it. Like, yeah. it's not good enough. I okay. need to yeah. I need to get new clothes every yeah. season, which is so stupid. And I, I don't. But I'm, it's just, like, the mentality of, like, yeah. oh, I wore these last yeah, summer. Man. Like, I can't, <laughs> I yeah. can't wear them this summer. I don't feel that way because I, know. I have actually... I feel like I'm becoming an old man because I'm like, oh, my God, I love this shirt. Let me buy two of them. That's Demetric. Yeah. I Okay. Then it's yep. just maybe a guy thing. Then. Yep. Because once I find something, I, yep. oh, first of all, almost all of my wardrobe is black, which I, I didn't do intentionally. It is. Yeah, you wear a lot of black. I do, And I didn't mean to. Like, I think I just naturally like black. Again, we've mm-hmm. talked about me. I'm trying to get out of being a big boy. It's slimming. <laughs> black is slimming. Black is slimming. So yes. maybe that's just like a subconscious thing. Mm-hmm. Um, But also, unl- I feel like white shirts unless they're like really nice they just deteriorate so fast they get stains quickly too that, deodorant stains yeah they're just yeah a totally yeah so anytime i, I put like an h&m shirt like in the wash it, one time it's done oh well that's also so i'm a sucker for trends like i will shop at zara mm. i will shop at what have you like streetwear style dimitric will buy like nicer clothes but he'll wear them for 30 years. Like yeah. he w- will buy a shirt. Smart man. And he'll be like, this is, I'm going to pass this down to my grandchildren. Like, okay. It's a pair of socks to me. Like, let's calm down. Yeah. But he, that's, we're so different. And I'm learning a lot about sustainability of clothes and everything. Okay. Because he kind of brought that to my attention. Yeah. The fast fashion and all of that. Okay. So I'm wrestling because I still love me a trip to Zara. Yeah. Like if you told me right now, do you want to go to Zara? I would say yes. And mm. I would go. I feel like Zara is for like, skinny euro boys and that's just not me i'm a and I'm, I'm an american mate i was built for power not for speed i, I am not i i wish i could say i could fit into their jeans but man it is a hassle i love zara that's what i'm wearing right now this is head to toe zara right now yeah your monochrome sweat suit yeah. is yes stands out mm-hmm. as very european yeah uh i was gonna say so you didn't ask me about my weekend so I i'm was just gonna jump to. Right, right into it <laughs> It's fine. I'll I just, just I want to myself. talk about Zara a little bit more, and I okay. want to make did you, sure that. Did you want to wrap that up? Yeah, I'm wrapping it up now. I'm done talking about Zara. Okay. <laughs> How was your weekend trip? Wow, thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll tell you. Um, uh, Fina and I went to Seattle. And oh it was, yes. It was a uh, it was like a work trip for her, and it was good. Like uh, good Instagram post. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I was um, for those of you who don't know, I was chided by Savannah because. Now that we're famous celebrities, you know, right, public figures, uh, three podcasts in, and I'm just like getting blown up. All the big ones, Drake, uh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. You're verified on Yeah, yeah I wish. Yeah. Um, but I have very, I went back through my Instagram post and I was such a cringe kid. What happened, man? What, I mean, Time. yeah, I guess I just, yeah. I, I was made aware to my cringe, like my eyes were opened. What is the, what? How do I phrase this question? How far back did you go in your Instagram? Like, what to, year? To day one, which was, like, 2011. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah 10 years. Well, but you you don't post as much. So like, if I went... Now I don't. Before I did. And you it did. was, okay. like, I was, like, 
I would take a picture of my eyes and be like, blue eyes. Oh, oh no, oh, Trent, hard, no you hard, didn't. hard cringe. I'm but, telling you. But here's the deal. I can make fun of you for that, but like I also like I was using Kelvin filter like okay. it was a good thing. Oh wow, you have the filters memorized. Kelvin everyone knows what Kelvin filter is. It's the ugly one. Or the Nashville filter. Like I'm from Nashville and it's hideous. We don't use those anymore. But all I know is I went back to like my days in high school and I remember the thought processes I had. Like if I post this, girls will think I'm cute and I will it's like it's almost like a thirst trap without being in shape. You know what I'm saying? That's like that's the pocket I live in. I am trying I was trying to be a thirst trap without being in shape. Like no work put in. That's why you just did your eye. Yeah, totally. It's like blue life. eyes. <laughs> blue eyes. I, I tell you what, I probably had like three blue eyes posts and no beach bod posts. <laughs> you could only post things neck up. Oh yeah, man. Oh God. I've seen so many posts about people not being catfished, but like they'll go on Tinder or something and oh, like yeah. swipe right and then they'll go on a date and be like, You do not look nothing like your photo. No. Yeah. Anything. We don't want to be a victim of that. So anyways, we we went to Seattle. It was a good time. Uh I realized a couple things on the trip. Uh I I think I romanticized Seattle more than I should have. Mm. I I thought that it was gonna be way cleaner than like say San Francisco. It oh. is not. Is it not? No, there was oh. we walked by multiple piles of human feces. No. Yes. So that was gross. The food was great. Uh, My wife said that uh, she has she like has a thought in her mind that she that men from the Pacific Northwest are just cuter. Like there's like cuter boys. (gasps) Let's unpack that. Why would that be? I don't know. But I'm here to tell you, I did not see one cute boy on that trip. And I was scouting. Were you even looking that Yes, hard, I was. And I was I was like, okay, if there's cute guys, there must be cute girls. Not a cute guy or girl in sight. So no. if there's anybody listening from Seattle, I'm sorry, but step it up. <laughs> Please. <laughs> For I think, all our sake. I think maybe the trash and the fecal matter had you in a mood. Maybe. And you were looking at the And it world. was a little gray. Yeah. Yeah. But I did, I did enjoy the vibe. We watched uh, some reality TV, which I thought I'd never get into, but I did. What'd you watch? You Are the One. Oh, it, yes. You were telling me about that show. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. an old uh, MTV joint that has Ooh. since found a home on Netflix. And it is it is hyper cringe because it was set in like, t- it, the first season was set in 2014. We're like button ups and flannels. And like, y- you're looking at like a time oh, capsule no. and like, oh, this looks so cringe. And like the things they're saying are cringe. Oh, no. But it is, it's juicy. It hooks you. Like I'm telling you, it go check it out. But make sure, you know, you like reality TV, I guess. I don't know. Didn't you say you had a revelation about me? I did have a revelation about you. You told me that yesterday, and you're like, I'm not going to tell you until the podcast. And I have been thinking about it ever since. You're like, you remind me of someone. And I'm like, who? Okay, so it's not, it's not, don't get me wrong. Michelle Obama? No. People say I remind her. No, not not that, not that, no. Uh, (laughs) I'm kidding. So I was watching... My wife was getting ready to go out, and I just was like, there was, you know how, like, Netflix, when it's paused, will, like, scroll past oh, yeah. title cards and mm-hmm. stuff? Legally Blonde showed up. Oh, this is good. Hold on. you're. It's not going where you think it's going. No, darn. Okay. Nope. It's not, Uh, what's her name? Ellie Woods? Is Elle that Woods. Elle Woods. Yeah. So, I was watching this. I'm like, oh, she kind of reminds me of the mom from Mean Girls. You are the mom from Mean Girls. You're Amy, Amy Poehler. <laughs> You're like, I could totally see you coming into like your daughter's room and be like, hey, girls, I'm the cool mom. 
what's the 411? Yes. What has everybody been up to? Yes, you are. Why that's do you, you want a little? Because if you're going to drink, I'd rather. Oh, please this. stop. I can't do the ASMR stuff. <laughs> oh. But yes, I was like, oh, oh, that's you. You girls keep me young. Oh, uh, yes. That. It's wow. too good. See, it's not even funny because you're too good at it. You girls keep me young. Oh, the best quote stop. is when she's like, why do you want a little? Because if you're going to drink, I'd rather you do it in the house. <laughs> And I just, like, at that moment, I saw Amy Poehler. I was like, I, she she went out of character for me, and I just was like, I love Amy Poehler. Yeah. That, I am not offended by that at all. Mm-hmm. You're the cool mom. Which is like, you do, I mean, some people might be offended by that, but me, I'm like, mm. all I want to do is be the Own cool it. mom. Yeah. Like, that's all I want. I don't even have kids, and I want to be the cool mom. Own it. I'm just, that. that is who I am. So yeah. I'm so glad you made that revelation. Yeah. But other than that, man, just a normal, uh, normal weekend. We're back. We're happy. Yep. I'm still tired, but you know. We're just a bunch of, we're just a couple of curmudgeons, you know? Just a couple of curmudgeons here to talk about, what are we talking about today? We're doing Kardashians. We have uh, we have two Kardashian n- pieces of news today, a yep. Caitlyn Jenner piece of news and a Kim K piece of news. Which you're going to be taking the mm-hmm. lead on. I will take the lead on that. Yep. And if you're not a Kim or Kardashian fan, I still think you'll find these things interesting yeah. because they do involve politics. Yeah. And uh, we won't go into that or anything. Totally. But it, it, it's interesting. I do think it is not a, you don't have to be a Kardashian fan to find those things interesting. And in fact, right. I think they're kind of pertinent um and then the other thing we're talking about is falcon and the winter soldier yes so is is amazing but if you're a dude don't turn don't tune out because we know that you probably saw the bachelor in the title of the last episode (laughs) and just checked out entirely but we promise we're making it applicable and appealable to all audiences Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. first off jumping in yeah jump right in caitlin jenner running for governor yeah and when i saw that I, you know what? By the time this podcast comes out, I wouldn't be surprised if she retracted that and she decided not to run. Okay. Because she's gotten a lot of um, pushback from everyone. So it says... Wait, why? Well, if you don't know, Caitlyn Jenner, formerly Bruce Jenner on Keeping Up With Kardashians, um, she is now Caitlyn Jenner. Right. Uh, if you live under a rock, just wanted to fill you in on that. Right. And then she has never held political office, has no political experience. And USA Today wrote and said, not only has Jenner never held elective office, she has barely even voted nine times out of 26 statewide elections since 2000. Wow. She didn't vote in the 2018 Goober national election that made Newsom governor, nor did she vote in the 2016 election that delivered Trump to the White House. And you can read the whole article. It's in USA Today. There's tons of other articles about it. She also has outwardly been wish-washy on LGBTQ rights, which is ironic since she is a transgender woman. And so all of that to say, the conversation I was interested in is there is now this trend. Like uh, I believe Cynthia Nixon was running for governor in New York. She um, was in Sex and the City. And she played Miranda in Sex and the City, the redhead. Okay. Um, I, I, you probably won't be shocked to know that. No, I've that's, not, but you never watched that show. You don't need to know. There's just a, there's a trend of celebrities running for political office. Right. Kanye. And yeah. So it's like, yeah, Kanye's saying he's going to run. You know, Trump was a celebrity. And so it begs yep. the question is celebrity a qualification for office? Or is it now a trend that celebrities are using to gain traction and PR? Like, why, why is this happening? Yeah. I, I have no idea. I I also feel so sorry. Just a little backtrack a little bit. I feel very unqualified to talk about politics um, because one, I'm not an expert. I guess I'm not an expert in anything. Right. And this is a podcast, so you know what? I'm like right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. If you're not an expert in anything. and I guess if you're listening, you're gonna get my opinion. So right. Yeah, and, and, buckle up. We're not here to pick party lines. It's totally. just celebrity versus yeah. po- politics. I think that um, 
I think like with anything, uh, political office should be held with a respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I We could have a whole different conversation as to whether that's, you know, true or not. Like right. as to whether people do treat it with respect or not. But um, I think that there has been a recent upswing. That's not even like a, a thought. That is true. Like the Rock announced that he was maybe going to run for office. Kanye threw his hat in the ring in his last election. Um, so this whole trend of like celebrities running for office is uh, it's like a little jarring because it it I guess it dilutes the water. Not to say that they don't have every right to try, but is it is it now starting to be treated as like just another trend, like you said, right. like another tool, another what do you call it? Something in your belt? Yeah, whatever. another Notch tool in, in the tool belt. belt. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> Notch in your belt? Notch in? Yeah, you got it, man. You're so well spoken. It's crazy. <laughs> what is that phrase? <laughs> another tool in the tool belt. <laughs> but then a notch in another notch in your well, belt. Well, all that's coming to mind when you sing that is the Fallout Boy song. I'm just a notch in your bed post, but you're just a lock. <laughs> Sugar, you're going down. That song is a yes, slap. I know that song. It's just it's funny that that's what you thought of. But anyways, I'm sorry. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is it just a a, a tool in your tool belt toolbox? <laughs> yes. By the way, side note: if you see me leaving this place today. That song is going to be bumping in my car. It's been a day. Yeah, it has been a day. It's a good tr- it's a good get over your triggers song. Yeah, like, let you me know? just today's been a bad day. Let's just blast It's going to be song. that mm-hmm. and then Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card. Oh my god. Just like all <laughs> like alt rock jams. Yellow Card. So good. Anyway. Where, are they still together? No, that's another Yeah, sorry. We're sorry. getting way off. I love Yellow Card. Okay. Yeah, me too actually. We're just anyways. Um, so, I don't know if it's being treated as just like a uh Honestly, at the bare minimum, like a publicity stunt. Like, yeah. hey, I'm putting myself in front of people. Uh, I, it is a platform to share my views and my outlooks on how society should be treated, laws that should be put into place. So, if there, I think it all comes down to like the like the matter of the heart. Like, if you're doing it for genuine purposes, awesome. And if you think you would be good in political office, I think that's what's beautiful about America. Like, anybody has the ability to do, to right. do it within certain reason. And, it, but you know. The realist comes out in me. I'm just like, well, you're probably not doing it for genuine reasons, so I have no idea. Right, and at what point is it a disrespect to politicians that were aiming to become governor? I mean, I think of it yeah. as kind of like, well, you sorry. know, if you are if you're climbing the ladder in politics, and your goal is to be a governor, or be a senator, be a congressman, be a congresswoman, like, yeah. and and a celebrity comes in and takes that from you, is it is that a healthy a healthy nation where your celebrity gets you? access to skip rings in the ladder but like yeah. um i love selena gomez but she came out with a cooking show and i was like no way yeah she came out with a cooking show and i just was like you you're a you're an at-home cook there are so many hard-working chefs and cooks and bakers that are trying to make it on yeah. instagram and social media like just trying really hard yeah. to do this and you took the spot and like there was this fantastic show called dark tourist um with david farrier on netflix where he went to like other all these different it was just a fantastic traveling show sure it just showed the underbelly of cultures and and country it was just really cool and zach efron they replaced him with zach efron they replaced his show slot because wow. zach was more famous and i just come kind of like at what point are celebrities just encroaching on other sure. industries that people are working hard to succeed in so i think maybe i'm a little off i don't know the way that this breaks down in my mind is like the whole sorry I had to burp. That's really <laughs> unpleasant. <laughs> Can they hear us drinking our sodas on these things? I really hope not. Wait, 
No, don't do it. I'm just. Can you hear this? No, you're good. You're good, dog. Okay. Yeah, you're salad. Okay. You're solid. Cool, cool, cool. You're salad. I don't want it to get looped. <laughs> don't know what's happening today. Frozen salad. Frozen salad. I have no idea what's happening. Okay. Anyway, I think that this comes down to the argument of like, um, you know, when people say like, "Oh, you don't have kids. You you don't have a right to comment." Yeah. And I don't think that's true either. Like when. Because there's been a co- – I love kids. Let me just put that out there. I yeah. love kids. I do think there are certain um, venues, environments, I just settings in which kids don't belong. Sure. And then how you get into those types of conversations is like if you – maybe you're removed from that setting and then you're talking with your friends or maybe you do stand up in that setting and you choose to say something to certain parents and you're like, hey, I don't think your kid belongs here. Or if, it's, if you're with your friends, you're like, yeah, it really bothered me because I was trying to enjoy my time or this movie or whatever, and I don't think their their kids should be there. And then oftentimes what happens is people with kids will say, well, you don't know what it's like because you don't have kids. Uh you know, we have to get a sitter, blah, blah. And then they explain all the surrounding circumstances as to why it's okay for that person to have kids in that setting or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so my point in all this is saying like, just because there's a lack of certain perspective or experience on one side, doesn't mean you aren't allowed to comment or to wade into the waters of this other conversation. So like with the celebrities, Mm -hmm. like if you want to get into politics, just because you're a celebrity doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to Maybe right. put your hat in the ring. Yep. I don't think even even with like the Selena Gomez uh, example, I think that she could potentially have an interest in cooking or whatever. And if people choose to throw money at it and just be like, here, have your own show. That's that's just kind of a byproduct of being famous. I don't think she should be punished for that. And also it, I, to also play the devil's advocate of my own point. It, it kind of makes sense. Like she it, she might not have worked hard in the cooking world, but she did work hard. Like she's been in in television since she was what yeah. six on Barney. Like she's oh, worked. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's worked hard her whole life. So yeah. it, she's, Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah, like she's she's reaping the benefit. Or, or Zac Efron, who's been a celebrity since High School Musical. Like he's yeah. worked hard, just not in that space. And so you could I could see your point. Like you're you might not have worked hard in that particular space, but if it's giving you leeway, you're just taking advantage of yeah. of your job and there's nothing wrong with that. It kind of goes back to the conversation we were having last week. Like, is this a tactical maneuver? Like th- that's mm, a big topic mm-hmm. in last week's episode. Go check it out. Yes. Shameless plug for last week's episode. Yeah. Uh, but like, are you trying to do a cash grab? Selena Gomez for this example. Are you trying to just get money and I, like, even like if you boil it down to that, like if you're just trying to get money from doing this cooking show, is that wrong? Like, it, right. like if you're trying to get this bread, are you trying to make this money? Like, is that wrong? Mm, that's a good point. I don't, because I think that, I don't know. I feel like I've been a part of a lot of conversations where people degrade or try to devalue um, people's priorities when it comes to, like, chasing money. Like, if money motivates you, that shouldn't be the thing that motivates you. Well, why? Like, I think that... Yeah, we live in a capitalist society that has said this should be your goal. 100%. Don't blame us for falling victim to what you told us to to live by. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, and so I think that... um, I don't know. I just don't like that argument. Like, if you are trying to get money, I don't think that that's a problem. We're kind of going off on different tangents Mm -hmm. here, but, like, all going back to the original point, like, if there is somebody with an innate desire to explore any kind of... uh, field that's outside of their what they're famous for i don't think they should be punished for that like yeah caitlin jenner go ahead and run for office because ultimately we live in a free democratic society so if you are the most popular vote vote you will get elected yeah i will say that it might be a little bit different because with selena's cooking show with zach efron's show 
I can choose not to watch it. If you're holding political office, you're making decisions for yeah. an entire state yeah. or country. And so it's a little different. And I just find it fascinating that we've seen an uptick in celebrities engaging in political office. And I do admire some celebrities. Like I do admire Cynthia Nixon for using her platform to really make change. And I could be wrong on this, but I don't think she had political, like she had never held office before, but I do think she had done a significant amount of like research and she was prepared. I think she had a good, I I don't know, but we've seen that celebrities run for office. I wanted to compare Caitlyn Jenner, who is running for governor as of now, that will probably, I do not think she will actually end up running, Um, who has never held office, has never been to law school, entered the political arena ever at one point she was asked a political question on ellen and she like dodged it but kim kardashian however is getting her law degree has helped with rodney reed alice johnson like uh, countless people with the um i wrote it down what was the name um she was she helped with an act that helped free 17 prisoners who had been given life sentences i did hear about that yeah and i'm i screenshotted a couple of her accomplishments because yeah she helped release alice johnson from a life sentence you're talking about kim right now kim yeah so she's in the middle of getting her law degree i think rumor has it she's passed her first round of the bar or something whatever test she's so she's she's up there and she's partnering she partnered with lyft to help soon to be released inmates get jobs and interviews um, she tweeted the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, uh, on behalf of Rodney Reed. Uh, she's releasing a true t- crime documentary on the nation's mass incarceration problem. Like, she's doing the yeah. work. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw her run for a political office yeah. at some point. And at that point, that is someone who is using their celebrity yeah. and also doing the work. I think if yeah. you're a celebrity, that's one thing, to use your platform for change. If you're running for political office... <laughs> I mean, like, do we want to be the country that's like, you don't need any qualifications to run a state. You can just do it. Like, if you well, get the I most mean, votes. Are there are, are there qualifications to run for governor? Uh, I mean, I think there's, uh, like, age qualifications. I don't think there's pedigree. Mm. Uh, do you think there should be? Qualifications. I don't know. That's really hard because, yeah. like, I think We're not that, qualified to ask that, but... Yeah, I don't... I have no idea. I think that something that always stands out to me is there's a radio host who I used to listen to all the time who always said, uh, America will get the politicians they deserve. And all he meant by that was, whoever we vote in, we will reap the benefits of that. So if we want uh, Donald Trump or Joe Biden or it, whoever we elect from you know the presidential yeah. office all the way down, we will get who we deserve. So if anybody, if I wanted to run, you know, some Joe Schmo who has right. no idea about anything about politics, uh, wants to run... And whatever I'm painting, like whatever picture I'm painting or whatever, you know, rhetoric I'm spouting sounds good to people. They will vote me in and then they will reap the, you know, benefits or non-benefits of that. So I think that that's what it comes down to. I I really do think that that is a truly fair system. Anybody can run. Yeah. And everybody has the resources to do, to come to whatever conclusions they want, to find out whatever information they want about that person and do their due justice about voting that person in. Yeah. So I, That's a I, good point. I do like that because I mm-hmm. do think gatekeeping who politicians are. I don't know, man. I already, there's already stuff that goes on behind the scenes that I'm, I'm no conspiracy theorist, but I'm, I'm not naive either. I don't think we get 
the full story all the time. Right. So any kinds of things like that, like mm-hmm. we're just going to get less and less information. We might not get all the candidates that we would would have otherwise. So I have no idea. I would be very interested to see or know what the qualification, like let's say Caitlin or another celebrity was elected president um, or uh, governor. Okay. She obviously has no idea what a governor does. Like who is filling her in on like, Hey, just so you know, like you wait, you need to wake up at this time. You have this meeting. Here's how you sign this document and like do this contract. Like who's I walking mean, them through that? If you have no idea, like whose job is it yeah. to guide the new governor or political officer yeah. I don't know if that's the title, political person, if they've never been in politics before. Right. Like, do you have like a I don't know. I think babysitter? <laughs> you should ask uh, Meghan Markle. Yes, I'll text her. Because literally nobody trained her. Yeah, well, that's not a political office. I mean, but it's a royal office. Sure, sure, but it's more optics. Yeah. They're not, they're, no legislation is passed with the palace. Uh, the other thing is, too, I do think, it not for a general case, but for Kim Kardashian, I think she's done enough researching to kind of have a foundation of what to do i think caitlin or sorry uh i thought we were t- i thought you were talking about kim no caitlin oh i have no idea what caitlin's gonna do <laughs> yeah kim i think would be fine she'd be like yeah, yeah. i got this like i'm surprised she hasn't run yeah i think i honestly right. i would not be surprised like i almost want to make a bet like mark my words kim will run for office at some point yeah i, I don't know that. what political office that will be but i think she would um and honestly she's on she's on track to be qualified totally the other part, pivoting to our another portion of our Kardashian news. Oh boy! There is a rumor that Kim is dating Van Jones. Okay. If you don't know Van don't know. Jones, he is a political commentator, author, New York Times bestseller, multiple New York Times bestseller, is an Emmy winner, show wow. host. But he's also the lawyer that Kim is working with. She's work, She's been working with his firm. Yeah. And he has a lot of nonprofits to, I think it's for um, getting, yeah, uh, people that have been sentenced to life in prison and getting those sentences either reduced or nulled uh, and getting them released. So he does a lot of work with Kim. She works for him. Yeah. And his firm. And there's this rumor that they're dating. And, like, I... <laughs> just I've never been more excited about a couple and I know that this is purely like there is no theological look outlook on this I have no critical perspective sure. here I just think it would it's just like the first time ever that we see someone from the political world engaging with our yeah. royal family and oh god they are not royal please no no no. they're not royal but in terms of they're popularity well known, yeah. and how th- how they operate within our system yeah i think it is a similar scale there are probably some people who are screaming at their phones right, right now they're like they are royal how I, dare you i don't think they're royal in that we worship no, them sure. or we give them any sort of credit that we would give the palace yeah but in parallel they are the closest thing we have to a royal yeah. family in that they're a family that we watch closely we yeah. see their every move we criticize how long have they been on tv um like 11 years or something more than that it would wow. have been i was in middle school well, probably almost 20 years They've been on TV for 20 years? They th- they just wrapped. They're about to wrap their 21st season. Oh, my gosh. That's insane. And it's so probably closer to like 16 years. Yeah. But. It's crazy to me. And, I, of course, please let me predicate. I am not trying to disparage anybody. Not trying to talk down on, on Kim or anybody. I think it's so wild to me that her origin story is a sex tape. Yeah. I, it blows my mind. It's because crazy. 
that happens, that takes place with Ray J, yeah. who, I mean, while talented, he's not like, if you ask anybody they're like top 10 rappers, he's not touching the top 10. Right, right. No one. So, I mean, he's not a nobody either, but I don't know. He's not top 10. Or he, I, he's just not even in the conversation. So that takes place. And then like, okay, it's even crazy that then it, you know, spirals into her own show that includes her family. And then it's another level of wild that all of them just blow up and become famous. Yeah. yeah. And then it's even more wild that now she's like a lawyer just freeing people from prison. I'm yeah. like, dude, glow up story of the century. Like talk about making lem- when life gives you lemons because like that the origin story is just so like questionable and just like how yeah but it also just shows you like when if something in your life happens that's not ideal yeah. guess what kim was like hold my beer yeah i'm gonna make something of yeah and they make oh, fun of true. it on the show a lot of times like scott disick whenever they're on like a trip or something who he's is always my like, hero by he's the way the best. he'll be I like thanks kim guy. thanks for that sex tape kim. oh my <laughs> this gosh. happened because of you because you took one for the team <laughs> listen i i love that guy i know he's like a tool but like in the few episodes that i've watched i'm just like He's Scott. He's the best. You you are my spirit animal. Yeah. I, he also had a glow up because he was a, he was he admits that he was just trash for a while. I don't know his story at all. Yeah, just terrible person. But but also really came around. Loves his yeah. kids. Loves the Kardashians. I love how close he is with Chris. Yes. I just think I would watch ten seasons of just their adventures. <laughs> they're, they're just hanging. Just out. give me a Scott and Chris show. The Adventures of Scott and Chris. <laughs> there, dude. Bravo. Somebody do something with Scott this. Scott and Chris. Wait, is it Bravo or is it E? It's E. I'm sorry. Close but, enough. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, I just thought that was very interesting. Van Jones and Kim K. It is probably a rumor. I think that it, well, we have, there's nothing to say here. Nothing. It's all conjecture. Okay. But can I ask you a question on the side though? What? Is it because there's rumors, uh, it's like almost confirmed rumors at this point, but like that there's NDAs in place. Yeah. That, you know, Kim and Kanye are split. And they're not talking about it. They're not anything. talking about it so it can unfold on the show. Mm-hmm. Is it if she was dating, let's just assume that she is mm-hmm. for a moment. Is it right that it's just like, hey, we can't talk about this because we want to come out on the show. We want to come out on the show, but I'm going to date this guy like behind closed doors. Wait, know, it, it seems grimy to me a little bit. I mean, I guess not. I, I, I don't yeah, know. I don't know if it is, because if you want to date someone, like, yeah. she still just live. She's allowed to live her life. Yeah, it just seems like the whole like, oh, we're not going to talk about it because we want it on the show. That seems like tactical. Right. I don't know. Maybe Wait, I'm, I'm missing the point. Hold on. So I don't know. I'm just like maybe I'm just grasping at straws. I'm just like, oh, this is you're trying to keep your divorce a secret, and then you're like because the world you you don't want to let the world know. No, no, no. They're not keeping their divorce a secret. Okay. They're keeping the details of it, like got it. Okay, in terms okay. of custody, who got who got it, what, got all of that. Like the the door the divorce is out. That's, that's news. out. Everyone knows that. She's got put it. it on her Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So it's like they're all the the, oh, the divorce sad. thing. Yeah, it's sad, but they were. Op- I mean, you might as well get in front of that. You, you know. Yeah, it's sad. So, I'm a huge Kanye fan, and I believe me, I know he's crazy. Yeah, so. and what he tweeted about her and what he said about her is just unacceptable. Wait, I what mean, he tweeted? She, oh, have you ever seen? I'm not gonna read. Okay, tea. you need to just look it up. Like he has said some things publicly about his wife, like recently. Yeah, like in the past year. Okay. That were just nasty and. Wow, really? Yeah, and just really, and it obviously has a mental illness. That's I'm not. That's not breaking news. I'm not the first one to say that. He yeah, has yeah. said that. Kim has said that. He clearly needs help, and that's hard. If you're, yeah, yeah, it's if really your hard. parents with four kids and your husband is saying those things about you and is really struggling mentally, like that's a really hard 
I can't imagine yeah. what that's like. And I could totally understand why they would say, let's go, just go our separate ways yeah. and keep this amicable because like, that's a hard world to live yeah. in where you're basically alone. Right. I do feel like Kanye's on the losing side of that. Yeah. Because, like, I, I mean, at the point in their career right now, Kim has just got everything going for her. Yeah. I don't even know. Her. Yeah. I don't even know firsthand. I'm not like I don't consume their content. And even I know. Like, she was I'm just, just like, confirmed a billionaire, I believe. Oh, I'm not shocked. Mm-hmm. And like her whole, f- I mean, her family will be like royalty, essentially. Like we're making that joke, but their legacy. I've said will, that they'll be in his, they'll be in history books. I believe it. Yeah. And Kanye is. I'm going to look up their net worths really quick. Wildly on the downslope. Like he, I mean, he's in this, I don't know if this even is still going on, but he's in that whole battle with like Sony about his masters and like wanting to get his records back, the ownership to his records. Oh, And he's yeah. not putting out any new music. And, like, he did have this whole Christian thing going on, and now I don't know where that's at either. It's They're just both like, billionaires, by the way. So, I, oh, I'm not yeah. shocked about that either. Yeah. I just think Kanye, like, I love that dude. I think he's a musical genius. I just, I'm like, dude, I hope you can get your stuff together. Yeah, I do too. I want the because he's a fantastic artist. I yeah. mean, Jesus is King album was so good. <laughs> like, yeah, it was really good. I think that was his last, what was the other, did he put one more out after that? Uh, no, last one. No, I mean, he did like yay right before that. And then he did like kids see ghosts, but that was way back kid Cuddy, and then Jesus King. And then he did, I don't think he, I, he might've helped produce this, but then he did, uh, the, the album with the choir, you know, where it's just like hymns that the choir did. Right. Right. I can't remember what that one is. Like a Sunday service. Jesus Lord. Something. Okay. Yeah. I think I remember that. that. I can't remember. But yeah, he did those things. I'm like, dude, I I just give me the old Kanye. Give me yeah, uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy Kanye. Oh my gosh, I would lose it. I think yeah, I think all I can say is I wish him the best. I yeah, hope he gets too. well because he also could be on the road to success and like on the up and up. He yeah. just needs to. I hope he gets the help that he needs. And yeah, I totally me too. understand why. That would, I mean, they have poor kids. I know. Like, imagine that's tough. But all that to say, I I love that for her. I, if, yeah. if it is true, I love. To, to imagine if she became a lawyer and then it was like just two lawyers. You keep saying lawyer like you're from the south, which you because are. I am. You're L- like what lawyer, you s- lawyer, lawyer, lawyer. Like it's spelled L O Y, but it's L A W. I know. So just so s- we're clear, it's it is L A W law. Okay, so welcome to California, where we say lawyer and hecka. Lawyer. That just sounds like loitering. Mm. Do you say wash? What does that mean? Like instead of wash? Oh, no. I say wash. Yeah. My dad is like, my dad says wash. wash. Like go wash yourself up. Yeah. Anyway, weird stuff. Wow. No, I say lawyer and I can't undo that. Like lawyer, it just sounds incorrect no, to I me. Believe it. There's no, there's no changing it. But imagine if she's a lawyer, he's a lawyer. It's just two lawyers with their four kids. Yeah. I don't know if he has Unstoppable. any kids. Unstoppable unstoppable just making yeah. change and having having that be your parents being uh, kim van and kanye imagine thanksgiving oh my gosh what I'm if kanye sh- ended up with one of the sisters what's oh no that would never happen that would be that awesome. would never happen no it would not mark me down for 10 more seasons of that i would if, start like, watching he ended up with like chloe or something he, oh my oh i would oh you got me you have me i am i am a slave to whatever content you put out that that will never happen oh my god but gosh. i just know that the sisters they have they put each other first like there's no way they would ever do that um I could talk about the Kardashians all day, like the Courtney and the Travis of it all, that birthday Instagram post. Mm. Like I don't know. Hello, I don't have loving. no idea what you're talking about. 
But I do. I will say the last thing I'll say on this is not to make light of their situation, but I do think I sense that things were on the rocks because I saw like a post or something where like they're in like a Wendy's parking lot oh, and she's in crying. the car and she's like crying. And I've never identified more with something than like fighting with your spouse <laughs> in, in like the most inopportune time. Parking like, like, do you want a grande or a venti? And she's like, I already said I want a venti. Or some, I'm just imagining a scenario where it's like a Starbucks parking lot and we're getting into it. And she's like, this is not the time. Please, not right now. Six or eight piece chicken nugget. I just, I don't know. Yeah, okay? you're just at your wits end. You're like, I said you never venti. never listen. Oh, yeah. I, I'm like, dude, I'm, I've been there. I've been where Kim's at. Oh, dude. I was like, oh, oh That makes me guy. want Wendy so bad. Yeah, you are from the South. Oh, man. Uh, we'll move on to our next story, but could talk about the Kardashians all day, every yeah. day. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, my God. I have so many thoughts. Okay. You lead this, though, because you're the, you're the Marvel I'm the person. resident Marvel expert? Yeah, okay. resident Marvel expert. So, um, I, think, I think there's so many angles to explore here. Obviously, the social commentary is one that we want to focus on. Uh, I think one of the things that I – a couple just things that I wanted to mention – one, the acting was outstanding. Unbelievable. I, th- I think for a Marvel joint, everybody played their parts so exceptionally well. I think yeah. Sebastian Stan was insane as the Winter Soldier. Loved him. Obvi- Anthony Anthony Mackie, I saved him for second because I always talked down on Anthony Mackie because he had such a uh, non-existent role in like the Avengers. And it just mm. felt, it felt forced in all of the movies he was in. And in this series, he was outstanding, like just insane. So, so he's been in the Avenger, the Marvel world yeah. for a while. Yeah, I didn't know that. He came in in Phase Two. The first movie we saw him in was uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier, the one where Bucky wasn't introduced. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And then what was he in Black Panther? No, he wasn't in Black Panther. I was say I don't remember him in that movie. No, and he I... would he wouldn't have had a role in that movie. Okay. What was his role before he was Falcon? That's only been his role. Okay. Yeah, so we get introduced. So Falcon and, like, Falcon and the Winter Soldier are, like, bo- like they're Cap's boys. So that's why we only okay. see them when Cap's on screen. And they even say that in the show. Like, I think, it, like, in the fourth or fifth episode, they're just like, we are two guys with a mutual friend. And now that mutual friend's gone, so we're just two guys. Just two guys. Yeah, yeah. they say that towards the end of the... Yeah. Okay. So, so Anthony Mackie is dope. Uh, the guy, I don't know his name, but the guy who played Isaiah Bradley. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, Mr. Bradley. Just a tearjerk. Oh, yeah. Every time he was oh. on screen, I was like, I know I'm going to cry. I didn't cry every time he was on screen, but spoiler alert. So, if sorry, we're going to talk about this. Spoiler alert we're right gonna, now. I have so many spoilers. Yeah, so if you don't want to know and you haven't watched it, come back to the episode. Or come back to this episode once you've watched it. <laughs> uh, if you don't care, well, buckle up. Yeah. Uh, in the end, when he pays homage... To Isaiah Bradley by uh, getting a monument. Yes. In, oh my god. Uh, and he like he shakes his hand, but then he pulls him in. And he like hugs him, and he starts crying. I'm like, <laughs> it's just. Oh, too good. He said a quote. Oh yeah, he says, um, Mr. Bradley said, "You think these times are different now? They yeah. erased me and my history. Yeah. But they've been doing that for 500 years. Yeah. They will never let a black man be Captain America. But even if they did, no self-respecting black man would want to be. Yeah. And I was like. Wow. So I want to I want to talk about that too. So one, sorry, I feel bad because we didn't give a a great context. So Captain, uh, yeah. sorry, I always say that Falcon and the Winter Soldier is the show that's taking place after Wandavision. It's yes. the second show in the uh, long form Marvel TV series shows. Yeah. Um, 
it takes it takes place uh, like months after everybody comes back from like the blip or whatever. And that's what I, I, I think I love that they are focusing so heavily on stories that surround like what happens after Thanos snap or they snap everybody back into existence. Yeah. And that's it's such an interesting topic. Like, it helped oh, me as someone who's new to that. Yeah. World. <laughs> like what uh, what real world ramifications are there from half of the population just being brought back after five years, five yeah. years of being gone. And then just boom, you're back. So that that's such an interesting premise for a show. Um, and then, yeah. And then you just explore what happens after Captain America is gone. Uh, Captain America at the end of Endgame chooses uh, Anthony Mackie's character, uh, Sam Wilson, who is also known as the Falcon to carry on the mantle of Captain America. He gives over the shield and that's what we get to see, like the following events of the show are what takes place afterward. Um, probably one of the best lines of the show for me is in the in the very first episode. The very first line of the show is Captain America asking Falcon, how does it feel? Referencing his shield. And he goes, it feels like someone else's. Oh, yeah. And that's like while he's it's like the, literally the first line. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. it's just it, it just hit me so hard because. Obviously, I have been talking about this with friends, and there's so many perspectives that come from watching all the episodes at once versus one at a time. But he's just talking about, like, oh, this America is your America, but but not mine. Right, like, right. This, this shield that represents a legacy and uh, an ideology and a group of people, it doesn't feel like mine. So, like, holding it in my hands doesn't feel like my shield. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was just amazing. The, the, sorry, the one thing I wanted to point out when you were talking about Isaiah Bradley is in the comic books, he was Captain America. You're kidding. No, he was. So, like, uh, after Cap went under the ice and was, like, frozen, that's they, they kind of played up that storyline, too, where it's like, oh, they needed more super soldiers to help aid in the war. And they experiment. It's, the same thing happened in the comics where they experimented out a bunch. Isaiah Bradley was the only one to have survived, and they made him Captain America for a while. Wow, but that's not in the movies. Uh, in the movies, it's just a little different. They didn't officially title him Captain America, but essentially, essentially, he was. He was a super soldier. He was the only wow. one of his kind. But instead of decorating him with medals and awards and and championing championing blah, blah, blah. championing yes. Him as Captain America as this idol. Yeah. They were afraid that their their mistake, quote unquote, was going to get out and they imprisoned him. It's insane. Wow. Dude. Yeah. That, that They did a good amount of context for someone. Just so if you're wondering and if you're like, I'm not really into Marvel. I don't keep up with Marvel at all. And yeah. I got it. Granted, D would if I had a question, he could yeah. kind of fill me in. But I didn't have a lot of questions. They did a really good job of making it accessible yeah. to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um. The w- the thing that I want to talk about really is yeah. my favorite part of uh, of this series and why I love most Marvel movies that I have seen is that the enemy is so complex. Mm. You you question who is the real enemy, and we didn't see that in Wonder Woman or Kong when we reviewed that. The enemy was this outside, random, detached person that was like, "I need power." Yeah. And it was almost like the enemy in those movies was this outsourced, random, external factor uh, that was not rooted in the true stories of the movies. With Marvel, through the series, you're like, who is the enemy? Is it uh, Carly? Uh, Carly, uh, what's her name? Morgenthau. Yeah, Morgenthau and the Flag Smashers. Yeah. 
Is it Worst Captain America? Worst super villain name in the world, by the way. Sorry, I have to yeah. get that out. But I, I loved it because yeah. through the whole series, I was like, who, who's the enemy yeah. here? And you just kind of go back and forth and you start to think, oh, gosh, like, is this person the enemy? Is this person the enemy? And I actually resonated with Carly. And I was like, I totally understand her cause. Yeah. I completely understand the the refugee situation because it's yeah. so parallel to now. And then you see the new Captain America, the white guy with the blue eyes. John who, Walker. John Walker. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, he's the literal worst. And there's that scene where he, again, spoiler alert, he kills that guy. Yeah. And it's that so one powerful. shot where he's standing and he's holding the shield and it's, it's covered bloodied. in blood. Yeah. And I was just like, ooh. And it's just so much imagery and like yes. social commentary and just one very, micro moment. Very complex. In It wasn't black and white in terms yeah. of this is the bad guy and they want an external random thing. Yeah. And these are the good guys and it's the good guys fighting the bad guys. It was people trying to understand each other the government not understanding what the refugees are going through the refugees not understanding captain yeah. america and falcon and the difference and it was all of these different elements at play that just leave you so invested and yeah. making so many parallels it was just totally so good so well, complex i mean even to your point uh one of the things that made it so i mean they did such a good job of making carly a good bad guy i yeah. think I bad think at girl. times, bad girl. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Um, I mean, even when she calls Sam's sister and is like having a conversation. Yeah. And she goes, oh, you're that terrorist. And she goes, revolutionary, revolutionary, depending on who you're asking. That's right. Because it all yeah. is. It's like a matter of like perspective. Yeah. And I think that uh, so another angle that's just so uh, interesting to talk about is um, when Steve Rogers, the original Captain America. Okay, I'm going to take it back into the comic book world a little okay. bit. Follow me, follow me, follow me. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Okay. Uh, this this is, I think this is such a small detail that is so powerful. So did you watch Captain America, the first Avenger? The very yes. first one? Yes. I don't know if you remember this. Was that with Chris Evans? That is Captain America, yes. Okay, yes. That's then Steve I've Rogers. Yes, that that I do know, that he's Steve Rogers. But, but there's I, three of yeah. those movies. There's three Captain America movies. I've seen the one where he's, where they make him really skinny. It's yes, CGI. Yes, that's yeah, the first that's one. The first right? one. Yep, yeah, I've yep. seen that. Uh, in that movie, he disobeys orders and he goes and retrieves his friends. I don't know if you remember that scene. No. So it's been a while. I so me and Fina are just are rewatching all the Marvel movies, so it's kind of fresh in my mind. So basically, how he, how he gets started is he becomes a super soldier. Yep. And he doesn't really have any direct orders. So the government starts making him like a propaganda machine. Like they, they, they he starts going on tour. That's right. He's like an Uncle Sam. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. we want you to, you right, know, government right. bonds, blah, blah, blah. And he gets sick and tired of it. And while he's doing, like he's basically really popular on these tours, except when he gets in front of actual, actual soldiers who are in like Germany or whatever, they're basically like, you don't mean anything to us. Like we're here. We're doing the hard work and he kind of gets fed up with that. And so he demands to be placed in like a unit. And so he goes to the the commander or the general or whatever, who's played by Tommy Lee Jones. And he's like, I, he finds out that Bucky and his squad are like captured in a, in an enemy territory. And okay. the guy, Tommy Lee Jones is like, no, I'm not going to give you orders. You, you're not going to get sanctioned to go and, you know, rescue them. He disobeys the orders. Mm. He goes and saves them anyway. And that's how he gets his first footing into the army and his first celebration as Captain America. Oh, kind of earns his stripes. Really. Yes. Isaiah Bradley did the exact same thing. He went 
into the Korean War. He was tasked to go fight the Winter Soldier, beat him, and saved the units that were behind enemy lines. And he was thrown in prison. Two people with the same resources did the exact same thing. And he was thrown in prison for While like the other 30 was years. glorified and made a hero. Yes. And he's, I think he even said, he's like, the world is not ready for a black Captain America. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, Isaiah Bradley is a black man. We yeah, he's a black man. Yep, he is. Um, sorry, we should have said that way earlier. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's just a super interesting angle. Wow. Yeah, the parallels there are super powerful. The other thing is, too, like when Steve Rogers was Captain America, it wasn't like that was already a pre-established thing. Like the the patriotism that surrounded like the 1940s and 50s was already was just kind of built into our country because of World War One, right, World War Two. Right. So it was like, yeah, we're, we're doing the good fight like we're doing this. And then he just he never called himself Captain America. He just was Steve Rogers. He was who he was. You're right. Yeah. And in this show, when John Walker becomes Captain America, he says multiple times, like, do you know who I am? I'm Captain America. He's like, I am Captain America. Uh Like he has to, that's something that a a real Captain America would never do. Would never. And I, I have a question. Yeah. I saw in like the first or second episode that, um, John Walker, the current, the Captain America that's elected, he uses a gun. Yeah. Is that the first time we've seen Captain no, America Cap use a gun? No, Cap uses guns. He does? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. It, sa- it looked weird to me. I was like, have we ever seen that? It, Other than him being in the yeah. war, obviously. It did look weird. Uh, as I don't know if it was just like a directorial choice, but in the first Avenger, when he's in World War II, he uses guns. But like, but after when he's that, in the war, he yeah. uses guns. But outside of it, did Chris Evans' Captain America ever use a gun? No. He. I mean, he relies pretty, pretty heavily on the shield, but he will use guns. Okay. I wasn't sure if that was significant or no, not. No, no. He will use that guns. He was, that we saw captain america using a gun outside of a war situation no okay he, he does but the interesting part is i think there is a bunch of callbacks like i'm such a nerd i'm like so into all this stuff but it goes back to the original movie again tommy lee jones is talking to so the tommy lee jones just to refresh everybody is the general and he's kind of he kind of has a little bit of a say in who becomes the first super soldier okay. who ends up being steve rogers chris evans um and he's talking with the scientist who's developed the super ser- the super soldier serum. And he's like, look, it's this guy. I can't even remember his name. He was, he was like a nobody. He's like, this guy, he's so amazing. He's got the best records. He's he's better soldier than anybody else. And he goes, we need good hearts, Captain, not good soldiers. Who says that? Uh, the, the scientist, Dr. Oh, Erskine. Oh, okay. And he says, we need good hearts, not good soldiers. And that's the biggest difference between the first Captain America yes. and the second one. He, the first one had a good heart. The first one was... A, or the second one was a good soldier. Yes, and you see that come out with John Walker being the new one. Yeah. And he just was so obsessed with his ego. Yeah. And, and ranking and... Oh, my gosh. And I yeah. was just like, Chris Evans would never. No. He would Chris Evans was just like this P-jom, this precious gem. and Wow. Precious gem of a man. And was just so sweet and like such a good person. Yeah. And then so lovable, like yeah. easily lovable. And then you get this guy and D and I, as soon as I saw this new Captain America, before we even knew he was supposed to be a, like bad, he stepped to the podium and I was like, I don't like him. Yeah. There's something sus. It was just, and yeah. then one of my favorite scenes was the, what's it called? The, the, from Wakanda, Dora Milaje. The, the Dora Milaje. Milaje. Oh, probably the dopest line in the whole freaking show <laughs> was just wait, which line? Which one are you talking about? Where he's like, uh, he, he puts he's talking to the, the wrong, but... No, he, he goes, uh, you don't have jurisdiction here. 
And she goes, yeah. the Dora Milaje have jurisdiction wherever the Dora Milaje find themselves so to be. be. And <laughs> I was like, oh, my god!" And, he, and he's so unfazed by it. And he's yeah. like, oh, I think we got off on the wrong foot. And they just, oh, my. They work him. It was just. And at the end, there is this one moment where you start to, where I felt a little sad for, for him, for John Walker, was at the end, they've. Just whooped him, like worked him, and they've taken like I want to swear, but I won't. And they take like a sword through his like shield and like pin it to the table, and like yeah. he can't get up. They leave, and he says he was like they weren't even super soldiers. Yeah, and you see that he's so distraught. He wanted to be a fighter so bad, yeah. and these the Dora Milaje weren't had, had didn't have any special serum. And they still they beat him. They worked him. But now, do the Dormelage, are they just like, are there? Are they super in any way? Are they just Nope, they're biologic? the Wakandan Royal Guard. So they're just highly trained. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And they're, they're oh, so good. Their spears are made out of vibranium, which is what the shield is made out of. It's oh. like a the special metal. Okay. Yeah. Because I could watch more of that. And then when, like, um, oh, Z- is his name Zemo? Yeah, Baron Zemo. He was one of my fa- favorite characters. Yeah. Which also is such a, a good sign of a show is like if I lo- if you love the enemy or there's something kind of like tongue and cheeky about the enemy, mm-hmm. that to me that's good writing. Yeah. Have I've, you seen that meme where it's like when the enemy starts making a little sense and he's like pouring himself a drink? Yeah. Like, oh, he yeah. makes he makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I I so, I sometimes put it parallel the enemy kind of dichotomy to Mean Girls, where Regina George is the enemy that you're supposed to hate, but deep down everyone wants to impress, or everyone yeah. is kind of like low key interested in. Great enemy, great writing, and that yeah. if your enemy is someone that you can understand, like totally. Carly, or you find fun. I mean, Heath Ledger with the Joker, yeah, fantastic. En- so good. I mean, probably one of the best enemies ever written. Yeah, seriously. Where, where you you feel for them, and in that moment with with John Walker, like supposed to be an enemy kind of yeah. and i'm i feel for him i feel bad for him i'm yeah. like oh he's he's so sad that he can't fight and then he goes and kills an innocent person and you're like okay that's why they're the enemy the, i'm i'm not kidding like i'm very expressive like when i watched like shows like that and there are so many times where i was like holding my my yes. head in just shock like i'm like oh my gosh like like the slow, like they did such a, whoever the director was i don't know who it is or uh, they're probably different each episode yeah but when he's slow mo holding the oh, shield above that dude's head, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I didn't kill him! I didn't kill him!" and he just is like, "Yes, you did!" or something. I don't even know if he says it, or I can't remember. He doesn't. But he just goes, "Wham!" What? Like multiple times over, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this guy's losing it." The one, the one thing I will say in criticism of the show, I wish that John Walker would have gotten a little bit slower of a turnaround. I don't like that he just was like bad and then good. All of a sudden, Wait, one next episode. What do you mean? He was, I mean, over the progression of the show, you're supposed to dislike him. Right. Like, that's the that's uh-huh. the purpose. By the end of the last, and that, that takes place for five episodes. Yeah. And then the yeah. sixth episode is just like, now I'm a good guy. But, okay, so that was my question. So, he meets Julie Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah. Who <laughs> can't. My only concern, my only critique I said on my Instagram, my critique of the show is that she wasn't in more episodes. Yeah. Um, she was great. Which, is like, Which I heard she had to be smuggled onto the show just to keep it private, like, or just to keep it secret that <gasps> oh, she was on the show. Oh, because it would have gotten out. Yeah. Um, so she, he meets her and he becomes a U.S. agent. I I still didn't love him at the end. I yeah. I saw well, that's it as. Well, that's an actual character. I don't know if you know that. U.S. agent is a Marvel character. 
Oh. And he's like an anti-hero. So he goes back and forth. Okay. So yeah. the, so in a way that might be the perfect role for him. Yeah. But in the end, I didn't love I still left that show like I finished that this series yeah. still despising him. Yeah. And thinking Well, even how he hot or not hot metal. What's the like how he um Made his own shield. Made his own shield, but what's the word? Uh, Wielded. Welded, yeah. Well, how he welded his medal of honor honor into the shield. Just like, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, he did. I'm like, dude, you are so prideful. I mean, he did say earlier in the show that that was probably one of the worst days of his life. So I get the the metaphor there. But man, it's just like, I hated that guy. Yeah, and it's, again, goes back to having a complex enemy because I hated him. And at the same time, my heart broke because I was like... He wants to be something that he can never be now because yeah. he's taken the super serum. He won't ever be able to be a Chris Evans because his egotistical characteristic yeah. has been magnified. Yeah. He can't. He'll have to fight against that yeah. forever. Can you undo the, the super serum? Uh, I Well, the one rule about comic books is there's no rules to be followed. Like you can you okay. can always create a way out like uh I don't know if you've ever watched the Thor movies, but they always say like the only way off Asgard is the Bifrost and that is broken multiple times. Okay. Yeah, so like many times. Okay. So I'm just I'm curious. So I'm so if there probably could be. Yeah, is what I I'm would saying. just I'm interested to see and can so super soldiers can still die. It's just a lot harder to kill them. Oh yeah, I mean they could still get shot and stuff. They like a, sh- a shot to the head will kill them. Okay. Okay. Yeah, th- I mean that's what happened to Carly. Spoiler alert. That's right. That's right. I yeah, just, she I was, was shot confused. And I was like, oh, can't she? Oh, and then at the end, what's the blonde girl's name that turned out to be? That's what's power that's, broker. That's the other thing I don't like. She's uh, Sharon Carter, and this is why I don't like that. Is because uh, I'm okay with like. I felt like that wasn't necessary to have that twist. Yeah, I, I mean, th- I, I want to preface like if you don't follow like source material in this case, like comics, super close, <laughs> which it is. If you don't follow the like source, like it's an material, academic source. That's what they call no, it. No, I absolutely love it. I love it. I'm oh all for geeking gosh, out on stuff. Whatever. Uh, I love if you it. don't follow the source material to a T, uh, I used to not be okay with that. Like I used to have a real issue with that. But okay. what they're doing is creating new stories. They're they're creating new uh, plots and developments and relationships. Which I I've come around. I'm like, you know, what? that's an immature way to look at film. Like it's it's totally okay to right. go in new directions. What I don't like is. What they did specifically with this character is that's Sharon Carter. Mm-hmm. And that is so I know you haven't watched Endgame yet, so I'm not going to spoil it for you. But you, do you remember Peggy Carter, the one that Steve loved back in <gasps> World War One? Yes. That's oh, her niece. Oh, so I'm okay. like, you're directly tying Captain America's like niece or like his loves his like love of his life's niece into being like a bad guy. Like and like. I can't. I don't know her name as an actress, but like she just looks like sweet. You don't look like a bad guy, right? You which look like way, the girl next door, you know. Which might mean she's a perfect bad guy. But no, no, I don't buy that. I just felt like it was an unnecessary plot twist. But then again, I don't know where these. Like again, I don't. I don't keep up with the Marvel world, so I was like, oh, maybe that's part of another story that I don't know, or that's leading it up will to a movie. Be. But it didn't feel like I would have been satisfied without that major plot twist. Yeah. I was like. It was almost like one more distracting thing that I that I thought, do I need to focus on yeah. this? Is this worth looking into? I I don't I mean, it's gonna be in something to come. Like, I don't know what the power broker is. Is that just like the person that runs all the, the black market in it's not, Yugoslavia it, or whatever? It's called Madripoor. Madripoor. And it's like it's technically like a, a bad guy sanctuary. So it's the per, the top dog in the bad bad guy. It's like the president okay. of the bad guy sanctuary. And so I did have another question. Okay. Madripoor is a town where 
all of the refugees that were from um, Solvi- Solv- what was Sokovia? That? Sokovia. Sokovia was the country that was lifted up, right? Yeah. And then it killed a lot of people. Yeah. And did you watch that movie? No, but Sick. I just I know I know that. Okay. From some research, I did. I tried to do some research cool. on it so that cool. I understood. So Sokovia was a country that was lifted up and yeah. then dropped. Refugees are in Madripoor, but they're ma- the people in the refugee camp aren't from that country. They're from the blip. The refugees that they're referencing uh-huh. are the people who are brought back from the blip. Yes. Okay. Because why they're called refugees is like I mean. And again, spoiler alert, but even the term refugee isn't necessarily correct because that's what Sam Wilson says at the end in his monologue. He says, like, why are you using the word the word like terrorist and refugee? What am I taking refuge from? Like this is he says, like, this is one of the guys that uh, mm. in, in a previous scene, they were looking for uh, Ma- Madonna or Mayadana or Mamadana. something. Like Mamadana. Mamadana. Yeah. They were looking for somebody or looking for her or where her funeral was going to be. And Sam meets this uh, male teacher who's right. like, teaching. And he he says the word refugee at some point. And he goes, I'm not a refugee. Like, what am I what am I taking refuge from? And it's a perfect representation. Mm. But to answer your question. The refugees are the people who are brought back because, like, the way they explained it was if, like, if you were snapped away, mm-hmm. uh, the government just started divvying up your assets, like giving away your stuff, your house, they sold it or whatever. So when you are brought back, it's almost like if we, if somebody was snapped away right here and then we're doing this podcast and somebody snapped back, they could just reappear in this room right now. So imagine that being your house. So those are now refugees. Who gets the house? The people who bought it or the people who owned it before the snap? Oh, and so there's a lot of people that have been displaced yeah. because of it. And yeah. th- so they go to Madripoor? Or is Madripoor just one refugee camp no, that Carly Madri- was at? Madripoor is not Madripoor is not central to the refugees. That's oh. where bad guys go to do bad guy things. Oh, So okay. she went there to meet up with the power broker, who was Sharon Carter, mm-hmm. and she was also... She basically Carly was like the muscle for Sharon Carter and like she was like a bouncer because Sharon was uh, investigating the uh, she was sorry. I had to check a text. Uh, She was investigating like the reproduction of like the super soldier serum. And so she was like, oh, I want to do this. I want to get this back up and running. And so she hired the scientist to do it because he got snapped away, too. And then she was brought back and or that scientist was brought back. And he's like, hey, power broker, do you want me to keep doing this? She's like, absolutely. And so, so he then, keeps doing that. Yeah, Carly, where? How does she fit into that? that Carly started all of I, the way she I was understand brought back it from the blip. No, she, I don't know if she was gone or not. Oh, so I the way I understand it is Carly was like seeing what was happening with the government and how they were redisplacing funds and resources and medicine and stuff like that. Didn't like how it was happening. Mm-hmm. Stopped working for the power broker Sharon, and took the serum. From the power broker and was like, I'm going to start my own initiative, like a, a guerrilla force. That's what. OK. OK. Yeah. So they weren't working together. Oh, yeah. Because she ends up. They were working together initially and then she broke off. Broke that's off. why that's why she kept getting those texts. Remember, she she got that text that said, you stole something of mine. I'll get it back. <gasps> that was her. Yeah. That was Sharon. Oh, OK. That was my that was a little gap yeah. that I felt in the storyline that I wasn't quite getting. Yeah. OK. And that's why at the end she says, remember, Sharon says to Carly, she's like, just come back and work for me. We could work this out. See, so complex, mm-hmm. so complex. Like, ah, yeah. uh, it's just so good. I, 
Wow. We really honestly didn't even scratch the surface no. of like the the social commentary and what's going on. Like, yeah, it's so hard That's to fit a into whole a other... twenty minute segment. But I also think that it can be once you watch it, it is self explanatory. Marvel did a fantastic job of integrating what is yeah. happening in the world with um, social justice and unrest and everything that's happening in a way that wasn't super on the nose. I completely agree. Was very uh, poignant and beautifully yeah. done without um, taking away the dignity of yeah. real stories and real times in our reality, Yeah, but just honoring them in the Marvel world. Totally. I agree. 100%. Um, a little bit of a pivot, just my last question, and then we can wrap up. I, I asked this on my Instagram, too, and got a mixed response of answers, but maybe okay. you can give me a definitive one. Where do they change... Like, where do the superheroes change? Oh my gosh. And I know that this sounds silly, but I also am just wondering, because they kind of hinted at it in the movie, where they were like, here's the garment bag, and he's carrying the wings in this big garment bag. Yeah. And, like, when they change, it's not like the Hulk, where, you know, you Mark Ruffalo bursts out, bursts out and then he's naked. And I think that in a in a scene one time in the Hulk, he, he was like, oh, shoot, now I've got to scramble for some clothes. Yeah. Like, I know it's an issue, but, like, how did Falcon, like, they get in their costumes so fast. Yeah. One, t one scene he's in street clothes, and the next he's flying. But I know he doesn't carry the costume around everywhere because he doesn't carry a suitcase. Yeah. So. Magic. Do they address that? Oh, I was going to ask, like, is it magic? I'm is joking. There? Okay. I have no idea. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I think that that's just, that's, like, also, like, where do you go to the bathroom? You know, it's like, you know how... It's just one thing that's just not shown. Yeah, I mean, do you, I, there's like a ton of things that you, like, you would question to yourself. Sure. That's just not shown on screen, okay. you know? And okay. I think that's one of them, it, I think. It's not a super satisfactory answer, but I wasn't... Sh I was... I wouldn't be surprised if you were like, oh, well, actually... A lot of them wear it under their clothes. Do they really? Yeah. Clark Kent. Yes. Who is? Superman. You second-guessed yourself. I did. Like, I was about to say Spider-Man. <laughs> Superman? Please? <laughs> Also, Toby Maguire, or not Toby Maguire, also uh, Peter Parker. Yeah, under his clothes. Okay, but like Falcon and Captain America, they obviously don't wear that under their clothes. I mean, it's hard because if you have like a mechanical suit. Right. Yeah. Iron Man, I know. Yeah. With that. So I was just wondering if there was like logistics explained or if that's yeah. something that they ask you to buy into, yeah. like just buy this. Well, role. honestly, that's probably one of the best things about the Iron Man movies. This is totally off topic. But in, in the Iron Man movies, what one of the elements that I love so much is over the course of the movies, whether it's an Iron Man movie, an Avengers movie or any other movie that he has a guest appearance in. They show they do such a good job of showing the progression of how the tech is getting better. Like at the first in the first Iron Man, he has a whole system of robot arms like placing the armor on him. And by the end of the series, he clicks a button on his watch and like nanobots just envelop his body. And the armor goes from being really clunky Whoa. and like loud to being super sleek and thin. Like it, it's so so crazy. Did Tony Stark um, survive the blip? Did he come back? Or was he gone? I will not spoil that for you. Oh, and nobody who's listening, message her because okay. she has to watch Endgame. Because I do want to watch it. No, I just, yeah. I'm so not joking. You will you will cry. Um, one question watch also. Watch Endgame this weekend, please. Is Ant-Man okay? You, I'm, <laughs> you keep asking me questions and you have to watch Endgame. Ant-Man is an Avenger, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which always throws me off because i always think like he's like a cartoon like a funny like ant-man <laughs> yep but it <laughs> i i thought about that for days after i watched that the movie where the, the first one where he's he goes in he's micro and he's getting smaller and smaller and smaller and the people that are supposed to bring him out oh so you did see that one i saw that one that's Ant man what, and the wasp 
Yeah, is that where the blip happened? No, it, it, the blip didn't happen. So you're talking about the snap. The blip is when they come back. Sorry, the snap. Okay, yeah. the snap happened. Did that sna- snap? Did the snap happen in Ant Man and Wasp? At the very end of it. That I, okay. That's what I've seen. But so you do ha- you saw Infinity War? I did see Infinity War too, but that please, was before that. Please do me a favor. Please, by the next time we meet, okay, I'll please watch, watch Endgame. Okay. It is so good. It left a pit in my stomach because I was like, "What are they going to do? Ant Man's getting smaller watch and smaller, smaller the and the movie. people that are supposed to have disappeared. And when are they coming back? And oh disappeared. my god! I don't know gosh. what's going to happen and who else has died. I just I went into this tunnel and then I was like, "Man, Marvel should really address that." I'm not kidding when I say there's so much fulfillment that comes from Endgame. Like there's okay. so many moments where you're just like. Yes. Oh my does, gosh. Does yes. WandaVision do I need to watch WandaVision right after that? I mean what does do you mean by in, need? Like it, I should I watch Endgame and then WandaVision or WandaVision and then Endgame or No, Endgame first. Please. Okay. Please watch Endgame. I will do it. You don't have to I uh, don't worry. It's gonna get done. Oh uh, well We have time. You're stressed and pressed. Well you know what we don't have time for? What? Any more of this podcast. <laughs> We're at a we're at an hour and twelve. Whoops. All right. Well, this has been fun. I hope you don't mind the long form podcast. <laughs> yeah, maybe let us know. Do we go too long? Yeah. Should we try and wrap it up sooner? Yeah. I I'm here. I could talk for days. I love the sound Same. of my own voice. Me too. So. And also, if you want to hear more, uh, if you want to hear more of a specific type of content, let us know. Yeah. Let us We'd know. We'd love to know. Drop a drop a DM. Leave a review. Get some merch, please. I want to send you stuff, and yeah. I want to know who you are. So and it will hi. be cool when we release like clothing merch. That'll be a good day. Look, it's time. It's coming, people. It's coming. So just keep listening if you want it to happen. All right. Well, That's until we next have. time. <laughs> See you later, guys. Peace. Bye. <laughs>